Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, everybody. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. This is Terry Cameron from Down to Earth. It's the show in which we talk about the issues that matter. And today on our show, today being the second day of April, so the second quarter of 2020 has begun. And this being the second quarter, uh, we there was a oh, I'm getting all kinds of error messages. This being the second quarter of 2020, it's like it's all out there. And many of us just a few minutes ago got an alert on our phones that said over 10 million people filed for unemployment, and I'm still it's a staggering number. It's unbelievable. 10 million Americans filed for unemployment in less than a month. This is worse than the Great Depression. This is worse than World War II. This is worse than anything we have seen in our lifetime. And I just want to say, hey, and before we start, I just want to send love and light to all of you right now. People who can't work, who perhaps will have nowhere to go. And the government seems to be tardy to the party to effect meaningful change and relief for the people. There are lots of people who have lost their jobs and who perhaps are not going to be able to pay rent. Right? And I'm really, really, really concerned about that. I really am. So I'm hoping and praying for you that things are going to work out fine. We're all in this together, so it's not me versus you. It's not you versus me. It's all of us are in this together, and the quicker we latch on to that idea, it's the better we're going to be equipped with it. There are lots of people whose incomes are on the on the edge, right? If you have children and they have come home from college, be nice to, to your kids because it's, it's, it's really iffy out there. And if you have grown children who perhaps have to come back home, or even you yourself might have to contemplate going back home to your parents, don't think it, don't look at it like, oh, I'm such a loser or whatever. It is what it is. It's survival. This is putting us all in survival mode. And I am, I just want to encourage everybody this morning that be not dismayed, whatever betides you, be not dismayed. We're going to have to chuck up and stand up to it, and we're going to have to make rapid decisions that we perhaps have never had to make before. We're already making them. We were just in a gradual freefall. For instance, most of us on our commutes would stop at our favorite place, right? You either liked Starbucks or you liked McDonald's. You either liked Tim Hortons or it was Dunkin' Donuts. For me, it was Dunkin' Donuts. I love their chai tea. Their vanilla chai oh, it takes my breath away. So for many of us, our morning commutes involved stopping at a beverage shop. We thought we couldn't live without that, right? Then we, we thought we couldn't live without a coffee shop on the corner. We had to have a bagel with our coffee. We had to have something with it. Well, guess what? We, we found out that we can live without it. I'm to eat for lunch. Then you're finding that you're saving maybe $30, 40 a week. 
you're like, wow, I don't, I'm not charging anything, right? We didn't have to pay for gas. We're not commuting as much. So whatever your mode of transportation was, you're not paying for that. So we're saving something. The problem is I want us all to hold on to whatever money you have. Hold on to whatever money. If you get a stimulus check, hold on to it, right? It's, I know it's a decision you have to make, but think about it. What if something has to give? What would we do? You've got to hold on to it. Take that bad boy down to the bank and take the cash. Um, hold on to that bad boy. Hold on to the cash. Just hold on. You understand what I'm saying, y'all? You didn't hear me say that. Right? There's no running rampant through their state because they didn't want to upset the president and they didn't want to, you know, uh, announce the job numbers and so on. Well, that's going to be an issue anyway. Now, they don't have a choice but to order shelter in place. So when you tell people to shelter in place, that means they can't go to work. So now they're going to find the same problems they heard us talking about that they thought would never come to their state. Well, it's happening there. So it's kind of like how the dog, have you ever seen the dog when the dog is wagging his tail, it starts at the top when he's shaking, and it starts at the top, and then it starts filtering down. So hold on. I really am praying for all of us to make it through this with our minds intact. I want us all to do wellness check on one another. If someone you're accustomed to interacting with on Twitter, hold them because they will turn that thing off. Pay it. Because it's going to accumulate, you don't want to get there. Pay your phone bill because you will need some form of communication. If you can pay your internet bill just to have something to stare at the screen at, then do it. But I'm saying hold on to cash. If you have to make arrangements with your landlord, everybody's all in the same boat. Your rent that you pay him is his income. Make it up. Right? I'm not going to, I'm so happy that I find myself in a position where I own my own home free and clear, so I don't have to worry about taxes or, I mean, worry about, apart from property taxes, I don't have to worry about paying mortgage or a landlord. I, it's the best place that I could be at this time. So many people I know who thought they were going to make it through this in March are not, because they thought this was only going to last until the first week of April. Surely they had enough on their credit cards. They had a couple thousand savings, five, six, seven thousand dollars in savings that they thought to cook. If you must, right? You're going to get a stimulus check. It's not the time to go party. Do not have parties or have friends over. We can all do virtual stuff. I know we're all going to do virtual stuff, right? You can go Facebook Live. We can all just go crazy. Invite others to join in your Facebook Live so we can see everybody. Right? Yeah. Kind of. Kind of the way it is. Uh, Pretty iffy, but it is what it is. So this morning, it just so happens, I don't know how this worked out, but today's show was scheduled from last week. And today, we had scheduled to talk about uh, COVID-19 exposing the class divide in Europe. We, notice we haven't uh, done it for America. We're just doing it for Europe, right? And, you know, just before I came on air, well, there you go, the, the, the unemployment number and what we all can do going forward. We must focus on moving the needle forward. There is life after this, and it is going to come. It may not come the way that we want it to. Life may not go back to normal, but there are some decisions we're going to have to make as we move forward. There is, we're going to go through this because we're in it right now. Right? And it's inescapable. We're going to go through it. And there's going to be severe contraction. 
But during this period of contraction is when we need to make decisions about how we move forward. If you're a CEO, if you're a small business owner, well, it's time to rethink what you thought was business as usual, right? We must make decisions to benefit us. You're a small business owner, but you have uh, vehicles that are in your business name that you're paying huge loans on. Because you think you must have this most expensive car and you're paying a huge loan, you're probably going to want to take it to the mechanic and I'm done. If I need to go somewhere out of town, what do I do? I rent a car. Hello. So I'm not buying a car to impress anybody because I've, I've lived long enough to know that life has cycles and seasons. And when it goes down, it has a way of going down and it takes 9 to 12 months, sometimes 18 months to recover. It's the kind of situation where, where more people are going to find themselves unemployed in two weeks. There's employers who said, I can carry you through to the end of March into early April. But at the end of the first week of April, a lot of employers are going to say, I can't do this anymore. So more people are going to file for unemployment. By the end of April, we find ourselves in a situation where what's happening to our cargoes? Where are you going to hide them? They'll come looking for them anyway, New York City. And you work in New York City, you get used to a long ass, a very long commute. Go buy yourself a house somewhere else in the hinterland and go buy yourself a house. So what if you have to commute? Big deal. Wake up early and go commute. But you know what? That's yours. Even if you, if you have a mortgage, the chances are they would rather collect some money than none at all. So if you have a mortgage on a house, guess what? Even if you don't make the full payment for the next three months, they would rather have some money than none at all. You, your chances of staying in your house are greater than somebody who's living in an apartment. Some people live in an apartment for ease, and they say, well, the commute is closer and so on, but they hadn't gotten married yet, but they were thinking of getting it. I said, why don't you buy a house? And they're like, well, you know, the rent. I said, well, how much are you paying for rent? Twelve fifty. I said, you pay twelve fifty, and you pay twelve fifty. Combine that's twenty four hundred dollars. If you know you're going to get married, why don't you go buy and get a mortgage? Chances are you're going to pay eight fifty or seven fifty per month on a mortgage, or even nine hundred dollars. That's a big thing. And they were like, my God. I said, yes. I said, go get a mortgage. I, I need to check in with them to see what they have done since then. But do you see what I mean? And even if you're a girl, and most many women are saying, well, I'm waiting for my husband or whatever. No, go buy your house yourself if you can buy. Don't wait on getting married to buy. When you do get married, guess what? You can have a second home, right? You wouldn't sell it. You can keep emerges what? Transportation. Now, after this, car dealerships are going to want to sell cars off. So save your stimulus check, save up some money, and go buy yourself a car that you don't have to have a note on. You may have to go way out into the country to buy a car, but go buy a car you don't have to have a note on. So if anything happens, they can't come knocking on your door or come looking for your car. Right? And then you're going to find that you can actually leave bare bones, that you don't have to stop at Starbucks and spend $40 a week every week. That's $40 times four is $160 a month. You're going to find that if you eat in more, you actually can eat out some. It happens again. What would I do? Well, here's the plan. I'm going to find a way to buy a house. If the economy may not come back the way this is looking, this is looking like two years before the economy comes back. With these many folks unemployed, it's looking, this is not 2008. 
This is not 2008. This is 2020. This is a whole different ballgame. And with 10 million people unemployed, this is not going to come back for two years. So after this is over and you are back, you find yourself in a position to go buy yourself a house. Put yourself in some form of shelter. Fix it up. Don't worry about this and so on because we're like, uh-huh, school districts, you, you, you're not going to worry about that right now. It's going to be like, okay, I can drive you to wherever you need to be, but this ain't going to work for me. Apartment, what if some, somebody else makes a mistake? Then I'm going to find myself without shelter until something else happens. You see where I'm coming from? So these are the tough decisions that is going to change our landscape and change our financial landscape, and hopefully we're going to be better. Right? I love you all, and I, I am telling you this morning, I am in tears for people who, 10 million people who had to file for unemployment. We need those shelters. This is just a test in the Western world to see how far the government can go. You do need shelter. How far will the government go playing with people's lives? I don't think so. Right? Somebody else says they need the police. Well, the police, do they, they're going to find themselves in the same situation. Plus, furloughed too in small towns and municipalities. So they're going to uh, incorporate a sheriff of the county to pro- and the state troopers to provide more policing. That's what, and that's where the National Guard is going to come in because more police officers are going to be furloughed because of budget cuts because some states really can't afford it. Some municipalities can't afford it. Right? My daughter works for a courthouse and they were one of the first ones who were furloughed because people weren't coming in to pay tickets and so on. They don't have any money, so they're furloughed. So what happens to those police? Eventually, they're going to be furloughed as well. So, so this is where you, you have to look and think forward. And in looking and thinking forward, you have to ask yourself, I need to make sure I have transportation. If you live in an apartment, one of the things you must think of right now is shelter, transportation, and cash on hand. If you, if, if you are, if they say you can't get out at all, then you have to, but I do know that moving forward, we do need to make some drastic cuts to our lifestyle, and we do need to make some kinds of cuts. Check this out. So the, the COVID exposed that our healthcare system cannot, could not withstand a mammoth pandemic like this. So now they know that, right? Okay. So wealthy people who have second homes, people who have second homes, they left their cities and went into small towns where they have a second home. This happened a lot in, 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 uh, in, in Europe, especially in France. 3.4 million people in France have second homes. And those homes are usually on the coast, you know, near the sea. So when they shut Paris down, people just left like flies and just took trains and everything and got into the smaller towns. But guess what happened in those small towns? They are not built to withstand what? The surge, the demand for food and health care. So the people who have always lived in those smaller towns got angry. And they're like, don't bring your virus here. Because in some small towns, there are like six doctors. All of a sudden, the population has doubled. And now they don't have the resources to withstand it. I imagine a similar thing is happening here because I know wealthy metro Detroiters who have left this area and have gone up north. But what they failed to see in Georgia, it's south of Savannah, Georgia, right? And Albany uh, experienced a similar thing. 
a well-known guy in town died, and everybody went to his funeral. This was the first week of March, when it seemed like it was a New York and a, a, a thing, and a thing in California and Washington State. At least that's what people thought. I don't know who thought like that. So here is a small town in Albany, Georgia. Everybody went to a funeral. It's a southern funeral. You know, southern funerals are kind of different from how we do stuff here in the north. In the north, we keep it moving because we got stuff to do. In the south, it's, it's like a family reunion, a family gathering, and everybody's touching and hugging and kissing. Within, a, within four days, two people got sick. They have a system. The healthcare system, they have a system. If too many people come in, they transport them by ambulance, by air, helicopters, right? Or they transport them by ambulance to a regional hospital. The regional hospital became overwhelmed. So they're like, what the heck? All these folks are coming in from Albany. What happened? Everybody traced back to one funeral. That's what's happening to small towns in, in some parts of Europe. In Spain, the same thing. In Germany, the same thing. Are you hearing? In Italy, the same thing. This virus started in northern Italy, the wealthy part of Italy. So a lot of people from the north fled to the south. That is on the coast. Same thing in Spain. Southern Spain is right on the coast. You know how Spain looks, right? Spain is right at the top of Africa. Southern Spain, the mouth of Gibraltar, right? Right, Gibraltar, right? Northern Africa. Hallelujah. Now you all get an educated, and you're all nodding your heads like, hmm, yeah, we need to go look up on a map. Yeah, after this, when the whole world comes down in two years, we all need to go take a tour, right? You're from Germany, right? Well, they're having the same thing in Germany. People, the wealthy folks, are fleeing to their second homes. And in some parts of Germany, I read on the New York Times where the state police have to, they're patrolling borders around Germany, right? Because, you know, Germany borders on France and so on, right? So they have to say, wait, wait, wait. You can only go to your second home if you are working. So you can't just say, well, you're fleeing the city and you're going to your second home because most people are like, this is just another vacation. I mean, I can afford to go, you know, if I'm going to be confined, at least I can go to mountain biking or hiking, or I can go up to the mountains, I can go to my chalet in the mountains, or I can go to the beach. Brought this virus into our communities, and we don't have the resources to fight it. And then you're going to get up and take your wealthy self back to your great cities. No, no thanks, no welcome. But this is true of everywhere. We always knew that this was going to happen, that there are people who are wealthy and they have more resources. I saw some foolish people posting yesterday. Yes, they're foolish because they were saying that this is uh, this virus is showing that there's no difference between the rich and the poor. And everybody around me was like, what are you doing? If I were wealthy right now, wealthier than I am, I probably would be in the Caribbean doing this from afar. <laughs> Right? <laughs> I probably would be somewhere watching this from afar. Hey, something fell down back here. It terrified me for a minute. Right? <laughs> Do you see what I mean? And so we probably said it's because people don't want to show up on camera. But do you see what I mean? I probably would be watching this from afar. Maybe I need to go to Morocco or something. I don't know. But I'm out of here. Right? So think about it. These are decisions we're going to have to make after this. You know what else we're going to do after this? We're going to insist that they pay us more. You're going to stop taking $10 an hour and $12 an hour and realize that the person sitting across from you, where do you live? Uh-huh. Do you have a second home? You can afford to pay. They're living high on the hog. 
thousand square foot home. The basement is stacked high with stuff that can't feed a small country. Do you see what I'm saying? So now you, we are all going to insist, no, no, this job is worth $25 an hour. That's what you're going to pay me. And they say, well, we can only give you five hours. Well, sit here. I'm not doing it. So you're going to pay me more because you can. And if you don't, I'm going to take you to social media and show them your lifestyle. And you won't have anybody doing work for you. You, you know that the workforce, the working people, are what keeps economies of these countries going. All of our countries, France, Germany, Britain, America, China, Italy, uh, Spain, you now realize that you are the economy. Right? Do you see, do you see what I'm saying? You are the economy. And if you don't stand up and say, no, we ain't going to work for that. You remember a few years ago when McDonald's workers were striking a female an hour and the rest of us were like, are you kidding me? Sincerely, for all the stuck service you get at McDonald's, right? And you were like, let first started. The president was trying to protect big business. That's a fact. So he was trying to protect the people who had access to him, who called and said, oh, my God, you got to fix this. Oh, my God, I'm going to lose my business. I'm going to lose money. Oh, my God, oh, my God. So he was going to create a slush fund for them to get loans from the federal government to keep their business going. You know, you and I didn't have a slush fund, right? So they were trying to protect them because they knew right away, off the bat, their numbers told them that if you and I don't go to work, and if you and I don't go into the malls and we're not shopping and we're not buying stuff, they don't have an economy to keep rolling. They knew that, but they didn't want you to know that. Right? It was an hour. Wow. And they will soon rise up. Syria and Lebanon. So you're having an integrated economy over there. Wow. Still insist that they pay you more. You say, well, I'm German. I live here. I've always lived here. You pay me more. And if they say, well, I can get somebody in for four euros an hour, so let me see how long that's going to last. And you go and complain. Because here's the thing. We worked for what? People who own large corporations, they're the kings and the titans. They're modern kings and titans. They live exorbitantly. They don't even, are, they're not even required to pay federal taxes. Do you see what I'm saying? So we exchange one rain for another. We're still at the bottom. Are you listening to what I'm saying? And so here we are. So if you don't sit there and say, we're the, exactly, with the economy on Easter Sunday, but you've got to open the economy because I can't just sit here and lose my business. Well, we all need to sit there and say, really, is that so? What do you think I have lost? What do you think I am going to lose? So you think you're the only human being here? There is no divide between me and you. There is no difference between me and you. You're going to pay me. And now you are going to learn, guess what? We're all going to learn what? Hey, that you can't say it out loud. Survive. So now you have the confidence to walk in because now you know for sure that you can survive because you just didn't have jack. You lost everything that you thought was the prop of modern life that you thought you needed. All the stuff they sell us. You got to have this streaming service. Have you all added up your streaming services? 
you're probably paying up to $120, $150 a month additionally in streaming services because you think you got to have it. So now that you sit back and realize that you could actually survive, you know what? So you're going to go there. You say, what you're not going to do? Man, stay here. You're all going to go start your own thing and tear down the wealth of these people. They're titans, and they don't care about you, nor do they care about me. This form of control is how much they pay you so you can't get close to them. They don't want you to be so wealthy that you can get close to them. And now here we are. Talk about a class divide. This is more than a class divide. This has been going on for some time, right under our noses, and we didn't see it. You see what I'm saying? The new generation is too busy with Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. Nobody's going to go out on the street. No. The new generation doesn't know what they're feeling until they realize they can't graduate high school or they can't graduate college. Somewhere along the line, somebody's making big bucks off it. Somewhere. Do you see where I'm coming from? So now we need to go back, because I'm telling you, this is going to re-stratify how you feel and look at things. It's going to make you think. And you're going to act on your thinking. And you're going to say, if I survive that, and it's going to make you wonder, so why do I have to pay rent every 30 days in the first place? Tell me about that. Why is it month to month? Why do I have to pay rent every month? Because if you could wait for three months, perhaps, you could really not charge me rent every month. I'm, I kid you not. We've got to look at this huge medical bill because some member of my family, my child, my spouse, or whatever, got sick. So now we have these questions. I want us all to think. We've spent a whole month watching Netflix. I saw somebody on, on my Facebook page say the other day that they spent, they have watched everything there is on Netflix. Are y'all listening? And I was like, that's a lot of shows. <laughs> I can't even do that. I'm like, I don't have enough time in the day to do that. But after you've done all of that, your brain now is relaxed. And what you find now is that you start thinking about stuff you haven't had a chance to think thought to how you have used your critical thinking skills to solve problems on the job. They don't pay you enough for that. You don't get paid for that. The vice president says, you ain't going to pay. You are not letting me out of here. I have a golden parachute that I'm going to fly out of here on. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because that is his intellect. And you are going to pay me for my critical thinking skills. But we at the bottom, we have never quantified that and put that into context. That that's what we No, we are like, no, I'm just a regular job. I just sit here and do the data entry. I just sit here and just do this according to the operations manual. And I just sit here and do this. And you don't think about your intellect and the employment of your intellectual ability that keeps that engine running and keeps the economy of that company running. How many times you have had, and we have large corporations like Amazon not paying taxes, that is an out-of-control society. Where did he get the idea from, the politicians, who said that this shouldn't happen, that this can happen? So you have somebody who is making all the money, and they're not contributing to the country's bottom line. But they're using every tool of the country to make themselves money. That can't happen. It's one of the things that is going to happen. They're going to get him to hold him accountable. 
large corporations should pay their fair share of taxes just like the rest of us. And that's where we need to emerge when rustic and rugged and we, we are destroying ourselves. Baby, trust me when I tell you, this is no joke. Ten million people being fat, being unemployed right now is not a joke. Are you all hearing me? When people wake up next week and two weeks from now and realize they don't have a job, they don't have anywhere to live, and they won't have a car, it's going to be a whole different reality. If this is not a reality check, I don't know what it is. I'm wondering how many barricades I can put on my door right now. I kid you not. As many doors as I have, I kid you not, y'all. Because this is not, and it is only going, it's before we get out of it, it's going to become a little bit more intense. I'm, I'm muting it so as not to frighten you. But the reality is, it's going to get a hell of a lot worse before it gets better. What is going to happen to all those people living in apartments who have no job and then they're put out and have nowhere? The only good news is the courts are closed, so they can't do what? They can't enforce an eviction. What is going to happen? What is going to happen when people don't have the money to pay the arrears? Because they didn't put a freeze on the arrears or a forgiveness on the arrears. They just didn't enforce it. You're living in an apartment. Wrong thing to do. You need to go find a house when this is over. And you need to, we all need to find the second house. Let it bother you until you find a way to make it happen. Let it bother you until you pay off one car note or you train one car and you go get it. So many people are caught up in this fantasy of, I want to drive this kind of car, that kind of car. I'm like, why are you wasting your money paying car notes? Go buy yourself the same car, buy the two or three year old model of the same car that you don't have a note on. It's not thinking. We're just, and now that we have stopped, we need to start thinking. I need to strategize. What are we going to do after this? Yeah, I hear you, my friend. I hear you. I hear you. And look what happens after that. Exactly. Look what happened after the 1980s. Look what happened. Indeed. We created millionaires. That was the first thing. Right? When we stopped asking questions and stopped thinking out loud and requiring that our politicians answer to us, we created billionaires. It's like my daughter was laughing last night as celebrities are posting pictures saying we are isolating. And you look at the room and the room is like 6,000 square feet where you alone are. That's a class divide, America. That's a class divide. And that is something we need to re-examine and look at. And you might say, well, I like them, and they work, they work on a film or and so on. And you're like, well, what about the people who work on the film, too, who are not the actor and actress, where they live? They're on furlough right now. The makeup artists, the production assistants, all those folks, where do they live? Now you are thinking. And that's what we need to think. We need to start thinking, what am I going to do after this? How can I make sure that these are the questions we need to think about? Y'all not thinking. We're just kind of numbing it out because this is how we are accustomed to dealing with crises. We numb it out. We sex it out. Well, you can't even have sex anymore if you're single because you don't know who people touch or whatever. So you might as well wait on that one. Have sex with yourself. Duh. Right? <laughs> you're all laughing. It's the truth. Right? We can't drink it out. 
can't party it out. No, we got to think. What kind of world do we want to live in? Is this good enough? We exchange one feudal system for another. There were titans and kings back then. Here they are today, going straight up, happened to me. And that's what we need to think about, right? Some serious stuff. I'm praying for all of us. My God, all these people who are unemployed, Jesus, be a fence. Help us. As the Italian prime minister said two weeks ago, we have lost it here on earth. No, we have to look up to the skies for help. Psalm 121, I will look up onto the hills from when comes my help. Be anxious for nothing. Just think, strategize. When you put a pen to paper and write stuff out, it reduces your anxiety because now you have a plan. Whatever that plan is going to look for you and you and you, work that plan for you. And I'm afraid it's going to get a little bit more intense before it gets better. And I want us to have the frame of mind to understand that you got to hold on. Don't lose it. You can't lose it. You can't lose your grip on reality. Even when it's shaking and everything looks uncertain, do not focus in on it. That's why the Bible says be anxious for nothing. Don't focus in on it. Focus on what am I going to do after this to make sure this never happens again. Right? I love you all. It is Thursday, and it's Weird Team Thursday. I'm still going to say these things because it brings some sort of normalcy to life. Even as your company tells you, you don't need to log in anymore. I don't have any more work for you to do. There's only so much work that you can do from home. The rest of it has to be done within a certain setting. Even as they tell you that, and they say, we don't know when we're going to resume, focus on it. So focus on it. Go sit down and plan. Plan it out. It will help you. Cope because that's one way of coping is by telling you that there is hope. You're telling yourself there is hope, and I have a plan, and I'm going to live to see the plan, and I am going to work this plan. And in two years, three years, four years, we won't be at this stage, right? Right, everybody. I gotta go there wrapping me up. Thanks so much for being a part of my show this morning. I'd like you to go to my website, theexodusfoundation.com. Look at what we do in helping victims of human trafficking. Stuff still going on even now, believe it or not, right? And that's about our show, Down to Earth. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever your favorite podcast platform is. I'm actually right now on uh, iHeartRadio, right? You can see, you can also go to iHeartRadio right on your TV. So if you have AT&T or uh, Comcast, iHeartRadio is one of the icons on it. If you go into your apps, it's one of the apps. You can click on uh, iHeartRadio, and you can also stream uh, our show as well. Right? And if you're ever on Twitter, of course, you can always come over to YouTube. It's a much more stable platform. I so enjoyed talking to you this morning, everybody. It's been my pleasure to serve. I will see you again tomorrow. The days are running into one another, aren't they? I'm kind of like... I'm really not sure, <laughs> but I think tomorrow is Friday. <laughs> yesterday, I thought yesterday was Thursday, and I was like, I'm not sure it might be Tuesday, but I'm pretty sure tomorrow is saying, do not panic. Let's all look up higher and pray to the God of the sky, pray to the God above, that he's going to help us to get through this. Thank you so much, everybody. Be blessed. Have a great day. Be blessed.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.